Hi, everyone. You are listening to Dear Gun Violence Interviews by Maxine Gooden here at the Philadelphia Center for Gun Violence Reporting, with participants in our Credible Messenger Reporting Project. This community reporting project is intended to empower people impacted by gun violence to report on root causes, lived experience, and possible solutions from the community perspective. Aranda, how are you today? I'm outstanding. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for joining me for this interview. This is one of many of our credible messenger behind the scenes. And for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Maxine Gooden, and I am the community engagement manager for this project. And I'm going to talk to Aranda about the project that he was on. So, Aranda, what was the name of your project? of it was they don't care about us and could you tell me a little bit about that so they don't care about us was the survivors and the victims is like versus the politicians the politicians the city itself the state the federal government everybody except for the victims and the survivors that's pretty interesting and was yeah. that on the was that in the first cohort or the second one? Are you on the second cohort of reporters? What's the I don't know. The, I, or I, don't you, know. I just finished. The, oh, you just finished it. Yeah, I just finished it today. Oh, great, actually. great, great, great! Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. How did it go? How did how did it go during the the filming and everything? It was like a, a, a emotional roller coaster because I learned a lot about myself and others i was really angry at first that's why i chose to do it i really wanted to expose the city and the politicians and i thought all the victims were and the survivors was on my side like yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get them but after after doing all this i realized the politicians the city the government they didn't pull the trigger so why should I be angry at them? They didn't say at 8.45, Aranda is going to get shot in the head. So it was really like a lot of self-reflection, so to say. I'm not going to say I did this for myself, but I saw myself every step of the way. And then changed my whole perspective on co-victims, mothers that lost their kids or their husbands, and vice versa. I was really angry at them as well because I'm like, well, your your loved ones died. They really took the easy way out, and they really didn't. And I felt like, you know, me as a victim and a survivor, I have to live through this trauma for the rest of my life. But at the same token, I was blessed to be alive and I was blessed to share this information with other people. Wow, that's interesting. So would you say, I really like that because that this, that's the first time I heard of someone doing the project and going in with one perspective 
But then after completing it, seeing it from a whole nother point of view, that's very yeah. interesting. And, and that's part of what that's part of what the credible messenger reporting is about is to to what do we learn in doing the project? Right. How does it change our perspective when it comes to gun violence? So that's that's very interesting. And yeah. So how did that how did that make you feel that make you feel? But were you amazed at going in with one perspective and coming out with another? Yeah, I, I felt like, you know, I was ready. I said. Oh, I'm gonna get these politicians. This is my time to shine. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jim. We gonna get them. I, I, I had a, you know, I was excited, ready, and then talking to these victims, they was like, Rondé, no, I don't, I don't feel that way. They helped me a lot, and I'm like, they helped you. They ain't never helped me, and I'm like, you know what? They did help me. But I, I wasn't, maybe because they didn't catch the people or maybe I was so young and I just had this anger towards everybody. And it really wasn't like that. I, and I spoke to four, I spoke to two politicians. I spoke to a trauma doctor. I spoke to a trauma doctor, politician, another doctor. And they all said, Arande, we did this because somebody in my family was affected by gun violence. That's why I ran for office. That's why I went to school to change all this. So I'm thinking like, oh, I thought you just did it for the money. Like, no, everybody is affected by gun violence one way or another. And I thought I was just, I was self-centered and I was selfish. And I thought that I got shot. I'm I'm the only one angry. But these politicians are angry. These doctors are angry. Everybody's angry. I just didn't never hear the other side because I was blindsided because I didn't want to hear it. I didn't. And I could be honest. So I was like, I, I read me and Sherry Greg, that was the journalist that was on my case, we read a whole, I wrote a whole essay and she edited for me, like basically apologizing to the world because like re- and watching this whole documentary, I'm like, oh, I feel like an idiot. Everybody is against gun violence. I thought everybody was for gun violence. Not so for gun violence, yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. they was like not concerns. And really, everybody was concerned. Mm-hmm. So, wow, this was like, it was deep. And I think the whole Credible Messenger team, like, y'all changed me <laughs> because I was out there yeah. raging. Who was on your team, Aranda? Sherry Gregg, Brett Williams, and, and that's it. Okay. And do you think that, how do you think their perspectives changed also from going in, you know, one way with one idea, but coming out with another? They, 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 we text and we stayed up and we doing Zoom all night and they was like a run day. It changed me too. Cause like you going to the bat saying this and this and this, and we, we here for you. Let's shoot it. But in reality, it's not like that. 
And I'm like, oh man, I felt so dumb. I'm like, oh, hearing the doctor, hearing the the councilwoman saying, no, I'm with you. Oh, she said, oh, Rondé, if you need laws changed, she said, I'm a lawmaker. If you need laws changed, come for me and we would change the laws. But it just can't be you. We need all the survivors to stick together. And I was talking to three survivors and they like, one day, the, nobody shot me. They didn't shoot me. Let's all come together and stick together and do this together. And I'm like, I never knew y'all felt like that. I mean, they could they could have emailed me and said, "My <laughs> <laughs> day, don't do this." <laughs> but they didn't, so I felt like, oh man, I felt like. I mean, it just changed me. I felt like I feel relieved, and I felt honored to do this. It's like I I changed a whole. I did a whole three sixty. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it just it goes to show what this project can do for people that get involved, right? I, I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just like wow. This that's that's so so amazing. That's just so so amazing. So let me ask you this question: How important do you think it is for people like you? you know, credible messengers that have been victims or co-victims versus journalists reporting on this issue? Do you think it's more important for people like us to report on the issue or journalists? I feel as though that we need to come together and do it together because I was the victim on my team, but my camera director, he was affected also. As as a, as a co-victim, and w- we start busting it up, and I'm like, "Oh, you was a, a co-victim," so I'm like, "Oh man," because what I gotta say, <laughs> and he <laughs> like feel the same way, and I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> so it was it was like a whole circle. All, my whole team was affected, and now we're like friends, and I'm like, "Wow, this is incredible," but I feel as though journalists. Maybe they need to talk. Maybe this credible messenger should be like a class or a course that journalists need to take before become journalists. Because I'm a mental health tech and it taught me how to deal with my patients. And I do, I have patients with PTSD, bipolar disorder and everything. And the way that this course taught me now, I, I, I am a better communicator, I, I could say, towards anybody. And I, I even was talking to my wife, and I'm like, she was like, well, I've been told you that you shouldn't be angry at the world. Nobody shot you. And I said, well, nobody never said that to you. Well, you, you can't change your mind, but this changed my mind. Maybe seeing this on the screen, like, I cried maybe, like, three times. Like, I said, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, you're about to make me cry, I'm not <laughs> Because it's, it is definitely 
I was on the first the first project and I did a a documentary called Last the Impact. And it was basically about, you know, after the cameras are off and years later, how does it affect families and community people and friends? Because I lost my son in 2017. And it's like we still have to live with it. But when you when you're doing the project, when you put you're doing the project, you're doing the project. But when you do see it, those tears do fall. But we all know Mm -hmm. those tears are of healing and of release. And I'm just really, really glad that this project helped you release all of those emotions that you've been carrying. And but also giving you a a different perspective on things. And that's why I'm teary eyed, because I think. You know, when as victims and as co-victims, we can look at things at a, you know, a certain way, right? But mm-hmm. I'm very spiritual and it takes God to, to push you through something or put you in a position to see things differently. You know what I right. mean? And so I think this is, this is a major thing that he did with your project and you. And so like, I, I, I'll get teary out. I'm getting teary out because I'm just so grateful that the weight of what you were carrying has been released through you doing this credible messenger project. And that's a blessing. That's definitely a blessing. I, I got shot 22 years ago. They tried to commit suicide and everything. Therapy work. But this maybe two, three months that therapy, this was my therapy. And I'm like, I could have did this. 22 years ago, maybe I would have been a different person. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. this this project, it should be like worldwide. Everybody should be doing this. Should, this should be a form of therapy for all the victims. Because I'm like co-victims, people that lost it. Because I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to say I'm saved. I'm not going to say I'm cured. But like you said, it lifted a lot of weight off of me. Mm-hmm. Seeing all the victims that and all the politicians that I interview, they going through the same thing. But they have a job to do, so they can't release it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm angry all the time. Everybody know I'm angry because I'm a victim. But the politicians, the presidents, the vice president, they can't show that. They can't see the other side. But they showed me, and I was like, oh, my God. This is amazing. Right. Wow. <laughs> I want to every, but my team was like, all right, yo. I apologize to everybody because I hated the whole world. Every time somebody had a funeral or a, a mother lost a child, I was like, well, they took the easy way out. We have to live through the. I, I shouldn't have said the words. I, now I feel like, dang, like I feel like a horrible person. But I say, me, this credible message, like, touched me. I don't know, a lot of people not spiritual, a lot of people not, but they need. Um, a topic or a project that they really love or not love they dealing with and go so yeah you, it was just you, amazing yeah you you really amazing just amazing what i mean from what you're saying i know you probably don't have anything on this but i'm gonna ask anyway 
if there's anything that needs to be that you, is there anything you think the Credible Messenger Project can do better or do differently? Yeah, they should, they should let the Credible Messenger be on TV and blockbuster <laughs> everything. Every time, every time, every time a, a, a credible messenger, how can I say it? Every time a credible messenger finish a project, it should be in theaters. I'm not saying no, no, no profit to nobody. A free movie because you can heal the whole world. Like I, I watch it. I watch it on my phone. And like before I wake up to be like, okay, somebody else is worse than me out here. I shouldn't be stuck in in the past. This was 22 years ago. Somebody got shot six months ago. Why should I be stuck on 22 years ago? So I I think that y'all should y'all should dig deeper and get these theaters to make it happen for at least for like two, three days. Even if it's free. Yeah. Or even this because it saved me and I know it can save a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. How do you plan on getting your project out there? What are your plans? Oh man, I I, <laughs> I, uh, I talked to a lot of people, California. I, I I reached out to a lot of movie theaters and said, listen, can you I I I go by this perspective of hey, I got shot. 22 years ago, I have documentary that I need you to look at. And I got a lot of people that's interested. WHYY, they're going to they're gonna play it. I got a buddy of mine in California. We, we're talking. He's going to try to play it. And I just want to, I, I, on my spare time, I'm going to get this played. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like this was the best thing to happen for me. And if you could change my mind, because it's hard for me to change my mind. <laughs> right. A lot of people might. Even if you, if I'm, I have a buddy of mine that runs the jail, and I was talking to her, put yeah. these in the jail. Yeah, that that's funny that you said that because I, I thought about that when I did my project because it's just like, you know, your story and others mm-hmm. and also my story is like, maybe if you see the lasting impact that you have when you pull a trigger, it makes you think second when you come out. You 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 understand that pain that people carry, right? Because once you pull a trigger, you can't take it back. You can't take it back. You you cannot change that. So I think definitely the gels. Oh my goodness, they definitely need to show these films and the devastation that they leave when they do it. So that's that's that's. I agree with you one thousand percent on that. Yeah, I, I just I just, I just sent her an email. I got so many people that's going. They going. This is going to be big. Trust mm-hmm. me. I'm. I'm. Watched because it was amazing, and it was. It wasn't. It wasn't no. It wasn't a lot of money. Nobody's mm-hmm. trying to profit. I'm giving this for free. Mm-hmm. If y'all can watch, free. Just watch mm-hmm. it for forty minutes. Just watch commercials. Watch this, and when I watch it, it's about forty to forty-five minutes long. But I watch it, it feels like 10 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have stories of survivors. And they their mindset is totally different from mine. They're not angry. And they're like, wow, Ronde, your story is 
what are you talking about, sir? You, you're in the wheelchair for the rest of your life. But they're so happy. Then I got this other guy. He's 13. He got shot. But he's so happy. I have a domestic, domestic survivor, abuse survivor. She got shot seven times. But she's still happy. So I'm like, well, maybe I need to be happy. <laughs> maybe I need to be happy too. Because like they, they inspired me so much to do more. If I could, if I could do this, if I could quit my job. And, okay, I get you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let this and let this film to play. And I saw yours too. Yours was amazing. Because I know he got shot in her. And I'm like, this should be like y'all should Jim should just put these movies out <laughs> the whole world. No, for real, because this is like it changed people perspectives of lives. And Philadelphia, we we almost we like 200, 200 murders. Yeah. If you got these people, you have like yours, somebody that died that was excellent. Somebody like mine was a victim and still living through the pain. You got two movies that could change people's lives. Mm-hmm. There's only 40 minutes. It is free. Just watch it. Yeah. yeah. The, I don't understand why these movie theaters, they should say, oh, yeah. I don't know. But I'm, trust yeah. me, I'm a good that's right I I think and I think what I what I'll pitch to Jim because I think it's such a good idea is to probably have like how can I say uh, like premieres like have different days like okay this day we'll have premiere of this this and this this day we'll have a premiere of this this and this and follow it up by a panel discussion you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think that's really good and I do a lot of matter of fact I did one I took the film and I showed it at West Catholic and I did a panel discussion I also showed it virtually because I do moderate I am the jack of all trades (laughs) so I also showed it virtually and and moderated a panel discussion too. So that's another way you can get your film out there, like virtually into a you know a panel discussion. And if you ever need me to moderate, I'm so open because I love moderating. That's why I'm doing these interviews. This is what I love to do. But okay. yeah, like maybe getting a venue and having different days of showing different films followed up by a panel discussion. And just as you said before, is that what I realized when I did my my in-person premiere how I did it with people that don't even live in the inner city, but some of them still have family that lives here. So they were concerned. Some of them even were like, how can I get involved? Because I don't know what it's like to live in the inner city, but I want to know how can I get involved? And then some people like one young lady, you know, she was a victim. She was out at a New Year's Eve party. So when you have these premieres, you never know. And these were not black and brown people, right? So when you have these premieres, you just never know. And it was and, and it was like a release for them as well to be able to share what they felt. And so I, I totally agree. It helps so many others across the the the, the racial lines. You yes. know what I mean? So I, I definitely think that we should have like put it together where we have different days and 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 just have different premieres and panel discussions. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I know okay. a lot of people figure it out. <laughs> Is there any <laughs> advice that you would give, that you would like to give current Credible Messengers that are coming in on the project? What would you like to leave them with? Oh, just 
do select something that you're passionate about, select something that you are really, really excited about or angry like myself. So it could change your mind. This was like, like I have my bachelor's degree, but this was better than college. And this was like eight, nine weeks. Like it changed my whole perspective. So I feel like upcoming credible messengers, pick something that you confused about. Don't pick nothing that you already know. Pick something that you're confused about or sure about so you can learn from this experience. If you learn something from experience, that means you can teach other people. So that's about it. Wow, that's so good because that's what the Credible Messenger Project is about, Aranda. This has been such a great, great interview. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just stuck. Really, it has been <laughs> such a great interview. It's been a pleasure interviewing you, you and I can't wait till this gets posted up on the website because this was good. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, and God bless you and thank you so much. And again, you know, we're here. Whatever you want to do the next project, let us know. <laughs> All right. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Dear Gun Violence and make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you found this episode informative, head over to pcgvr.org to watch, read, or listen to our credible messenger reports. Find gun violence reporting resources and see what you can do to help. The Credible Messenger Reporting Project is produced by the Philadelphia Center for Gun Violence Reporting with primary support from the Independence Public Media Foundation with additional support from the Linfest Institute for Journalism, Spring Point Partners, and the Stone Lee Foundation.